Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Honor can pull a thread of redemption from a sweater of hurt. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I'm so glad you joined me today. We're talking about understanding covenant, and this is our third podcast along that line. So I want to encourage you. We are looking at First Peter the first chapter, verses 10 through 13. And I'm just talking about several keys to understanding uh, covenant. And I want to invite you to join me on this journey. The first key we talked about was having a revelation that we are not serving ourselves. In other words, thinking long-term, thinking covenantal, thinking generational. The podcast before that, we talked about two critical foundations of covenant. Number one, understanding that in covenant, there's a cutting, there's a giving, there's a sacrifice. And the second one was understanding that covenant was intentional, that we don't get into covenants accidentally, that we get into them intentionally. And that's why God holds us to such a high standard. So today I want to talk to you about another key. And that key is understanding that somebody has given you a stewardship to carry on that covenant. That part of covenant understanding is a revelation, uh, a burden, a responsibility to carry on the covenant. So when we read in 1 Peter 1.12 that they had a revelation, let me read it to you. It was revealed to them they were not serving themselves but you in those things which have now been announced. So, number one, they had a revelation that they were not serving themselves. What a powerful message that is, isn't it? But then the next two words are very powerful too, but you. In other words, it wasn't just generic, it was but you. In other words, when these men and women that went on before us and sacrificed so much for the gospel, uh, it was for us. Uh, you know, even in the natural, uh, there are people listening to me that your parents, your grandparents, with very little revelation of spiritual things, they sacrificed much, they did much uh, for you. There were soldiers that bled and died and gave themselves uh, for us, but you. In other words, there was a stewardship that was given, and we need to own that stewardship. So a covenant heart, key number two, would be a covenant heart honors those who've gone before them, honors them. Now let's talk about honor for a minute, because I think this is a really misunderstood subject. You know, the Bible says to honor your parents in the Lord. That doesn't mean that your parents always did everything right. It doesn't mean that you always had to agree with him. It doesn't always even mean that maybe they had the right motives or they knew what to do. But honor, here's a phrase the Lord gave me. I wrote it down. Honor can pull a thread of redemption from a sweater of hurt. Let me read it again. I wrote this down one day several weeks ago when the Lord gave this to me. Honor can pull a thread of redemption from a sweater of hurt. In other words, Honor doesn't say that everything was perfect and everything was right, but honor does not contaminate the thing that was done right, okay? And so we see in Scripture, for instance, 
You know, most everybody we see in Scripture that we hold to a high standard and we preach about and we talk about, most of those people did some pretty messed up things, but we still honor the fact that what they did was right. I mean, we've got a couple examples. You know, Daniel was probably the most pristine guy in Scripture as far as people that just, we have no record of them messing anything up. You know, Joseph looks pretty good. There's some debate on, you know, how he related to his brothers at his young age. Uh, I don't know that I agree with some of the critique on that. But but nonetheless, almost everybody else in Scripture, excepting Jesus, we see that there were flaws that they, they had, not just early in their life in ministry, but inner you know, interspersed in there. So we've got to understand that, but you, there is a stewardship. Listen, you know, we have a stewardship, you know, I'm speaking as an American of tremendous rights and responsibilities. Uh, I, I have a I have some stewardship, even though I'm not well connected to the generations of my Italian family that came over. You know, I don't know a lot about them, but but I know that there was some sacrifice and there were some things involved. But even more so spiritually, there were people that literally bled and died. There were martyrs. There were people that were mocked. There were people that were, you know, lost their jobs and were not welcome in their community. So there was something that was given to us, okay? So honor can pull that thread of of redemption from that sweater of hurt. You know, people ask me about my library all the time, like, what are you reading? What do you got in your library? And the truth is, I have as many history books in my library as I do theology, because my worldview says history is his story. And history talks a lot about man being willing to be the but used, the people that would take the stewardship, even if other people drop the ball. And I think we could say, without being too dramatic, that history, the history of the church, the history of nations, the history of mankind, really is a story of men who did and did not keep their covenants uh, with each other, with God certainly, and with each other. You know, World War II continues to fascinate us because it, it so changed civilization. It so, so affected the way we think. But, you know, on March 7th in 1936, before uh, there really was a war, when there was just the underpinnings, you know, Adolf Hitler marched uh, German soldiers into what was known as the Rhineland. That was a that was a protective barrier that was ruled by German influence. But according to the Treaty of Versailles from World War One, the Germans were not allowed to occupy that with occupational forces because that strip of land there had been contested for hundreds of years. There had been civil war over that land, you know, with the Austrians and the Belgians and the French and the Germans and you know every anybody else like up around that border. Uh, and so they had made this kind of a DMZ uh, zone, you know, where there was not supposed to be any occupational forces, and the Germans agreed to that. And Hitler understood that he was testing a covenant, and he marched his infantry on there, and the French just winked at they They didn't do anything. And we know historically that people that survived the war, that were part of inner, uh, Hitler's inner circle, said that we were instructed if there was any pushback to leave the Rhineland, that we understood they would keep their covenants, they would honor their agreements. And we, and we have that, those things, those orders in writing too. So you really have to wonder what would have happened had the French 
uh, especially because it was right up against their border, what would have happened if they would have just pushed back, if they would have just shown any honor to their covenant that they were not going to let that Rhineland uh, be uh, have infantry soldiers in there. So, I mean, that's just one dramatic story of, of covenants. And we know that, you know, America is unique because it was really founded on some covenants. That didn't mean that we had perfect people. That doesn't mean that we, we, we did it right all the time. But again, there, there's an honor in there of understanding that we can pull that thread of redemption from that sweater of hurt and that God has called us to understand that we've got to build on the people that went before us. We don't always just have to be doing a new thing. So a covenant heart honors those who have gone before us. Some of those people we may know, some of those people we don't know. But if there are people in your life that have made a, a, a serious spiritual investment. Maybe it was directly to you. Maybe it was indirectly, but you're now receiving the benefit of that. That needs to be honored. That needs to be talked about. How do you honor that? By saying thanks? Yeah, yeah. That that's one way to honor it. I'm not downplaying that. But the way you honor it is that you live it out. You say, but me, but you. We're. I'm going to pick up that same intensity that they had, and I'm going to pass that understanding on. I'm going to pass that lifestyle on. I'm going to pass that conviction on. I'm going to pass that theology on. I'm going to pass that covenantal living on to those people. So key number two would be understanding that someone gave you a stewardship that you should be honoring and that you should be living out. It's really worth contemplating that. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, I came from, I got saved on a street corner. I was taken to a great church, but the history of that church, just not so many years before, about 20 years before that, that church had been heavily persecuted in that little community because they spoke in tongues. They believed in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that literally when some of those people went to church on Sunday morning, other people would line up in that town and mock them and jeer them and throw rotten fruit at them as they went to church. It's a true story. Okay, this is in the, in, in the 1950s. I came into the kingdom in the late 70s. So just 20, 25 years before that, you know, so that, that's a great heritage I have, that there were people that, that lost their jobs that were considered outcasts in that little community because they believed in the baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit. So, hey, God bless you. Uh, I want to invite you to our national conference, February 1, 2, and 3 in the New Orleans area. You can go to uh, nrpastors.com and get some information for it there. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Thanks for spending this time with us, and why don't you share this podcast with somebody? Today, Keith continued his discussion on understanding covenant. A covenant heart honors those who have gone before Those who have gone before have passed on the stewardship responsibility to us. We honor them by stewarding what they fought for and continue to build on it. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. 
If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at NRPastors. See you next week.